Welcome to Stories of Hope. This is Christine Hotchkiss, your host. I believe everyone has a story that is unique, just like our fingerprints that put us on the paths and the journeys of our lives. Some find purpose. I believe every story can help, heal, inspire, educate, and my big word of all is to give hope. Today, my guest is Joe Jackson, and he has... Wow. At a young age, he had a spinal cord injury from football. Now, I don't want to discourage anyone from letting their boys play football. My son played football, but he um, ran the wrong direction for his team, but he doesn't remember. But it's a funny mom moment. Joe Jackson's injury actually put him on a path where he found his purpose. He founded an organization, but we'll let him tell us about that. Please help me welcome my guest today, Joe Jackson. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being my guest today. Yeah, no worries. Now, for our audience, our listeners, how young are you today? I am 31 today. 31. And you just got married. I did. Yeah, I just got married. Um, came back from our honeymoon in Maui. So it was great. Nice. Beautiful weather. I've been there once. That was back in 2005. So congratulations to you and your bride. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so now your story starts out... Being a typical teenager and loving football, but it changed. Yep. So it changed at the age of 16. What school were you going to at the time? Uh, I was at Hamilton High. Okay, and that's in Chandler, Arizona? Correct. All right. So tell us what happened um, in November of 2005. Um, so we were scrimmaging for a semifinal state game, and... I was on offense and we threw an interception and I just ran over to help on a gang tackle. And then I broke my C6 vertebrae, which I didn't know at the time. I just thought it was a stinger, which is just sharp pain shooting down um, from your neck to your shoulder. And I had also gotten the wind knocked out of me as well. And that is when you realized that it wasn't a stinger. So what happened from there on? Because that sounds like the game was over. On more uh, levels than just that moment. Yes, yeah, so I got I got airvacked to uh, St. Joe's Hospital. Um, they did a fusion from C five to C seven, and that's in the neck. Um, and you know, eventually I woke up and just world was different. Life had changed. Um, I don't think I really realized what exactly happened, um, but you know, my parents told me, and then. Uh, from then on, it was just kind of trying to figure out what I could do with the function that I still had um, and be the best with that function. What um, is that function? When you when you refer to that function, what is that one function? Uh, so I have, from the nipple line down, that sensation is not normal. Um, some, some, some is there, some is not. Um, my hands don't work voluntarily. Um, but I can still use them. Um, legs don't work. Um, and yeah. So you're in a wheelchair. I am in a wheelchair. Yeah. yeah. And you were down for how many months after this injury? I mean, this is high school, so you probably lost some time in school. Um, so about that, I was probably, uh, I was out of school for three months in rehab. But my teachers came to me and tutored me so I could graduate on time with my class, which was really cool. Um, so I graduated in 07. Wow. And you're still active, yes? 
still active, yes. Um, I play wheelchair rugby for the Ability 360 Phoenix Heat, and I also play for uh, the national team. And I've been doing that for four years now for USA. So have you gone to the Olympics? No, uh, that got postponed uh, this year with coronavirus. Just kind of ripped everybody's world apart. But um, that'll be next year. And, you know, we're working towards it and still got to try out for it. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for sure. So rugby, tell us a little bit about what that sport actually is, because I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird to explain. Uh, wheelchair rugby is not like normal rugby at all. Uh, we don't play with a football. We play with a, a volleyball on a basketball court and metal chairs that are armored up a little bit. And it's more like a violent bumper cars, but also <laughs> at the same time. So some fingers can get smashed and some chairs get tipped over. Uh, fingers can get smashed, chairs tipped over, uh, but we're still athletes and still capable of competing and making great plays. That is awesome. So how many people are on a team? Um, you can have up to 12 on a team and four on the court. So it's four versus four. And then that is based on your function. So you have different classifications, anywhere from 0.5 to 3.5 in 0.5 increments. Um, I'm a one based on my function and that can only equal eight points on a court at a time. So for those of us who are not familiar with what those points are, what do those mean? It's just based on your function really. So like, uh, one of our normal lines that we run is a three, two, two, one. So if you add that up, that's eight points. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so you went from running a field with a football to still being able to do the same thing, but in a chair. Right. Yeah. All right. That's awesome. So you graduated from high school. Um, did you go on to college? I uh, went to ASU um, okay. for industrial engineering. Didn't quite finish. Rugby okay. came up. I just wanted to play rugby more. but. <laughs> That's okay. There's a lot of us that um, have gone to school, went back to school, <laughs> still yeah. waiting to go. <laughs> yeah. So no judgment. But um, rugby seems to be something that is a very big passion of yours. It is, yeah. And it's kind of like, I mean, I know who Ability360 is. Um, okay. They're a very large organization in, um, in Arizona at one of the biggest locations. Um, and they are throughout the United States and they do work with individuals that they can still be independent, even though they have disabilities. And that's what this organization provides you and your rugby uh, teammates and anyone else that comes in with a certain disability. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. So that people can say, Hey, I can still keep doing what I want to do. And I don't have anything that's going to stop me because now we've got people who are of the same somewhat right. with the point system, as you mentioned. All right. So with that injury, um, you actually founded an organization. Can you share with us what that organization is and how it helps others? Yeah, it's called the Joe Jackson Foundation. Um, and my dad and I discovered that in 06, mainly because people were coming to help me and I wanted to help people as well. And I just realized that it is really expensive to be um, active and athletic, <laughs> athletic. 
when you're in a chair. Uh, it costs like 5000 or more to get a chair, whereas it costs maybe $150 for a pair of shoes to play basketball. Um, and these chairs are custom to our body types. So we, uh, we founded that foundation, and uh, it's for people who have gotten hurt, so spinal cord injuries, and they have to be 26 years and younger. Um, just because I know it's, it's kind of it's tougher for that population to get what they need. Um, so we offer individual grants for equipment, adaptive equipment, um, help for driving lessons and driving equipment, because that's just freedom. Being able to drive is freedom. It's really important. And I used to scuba dive until rugby came into my life mm-hmm. as far as for the national side of it. So we do help with scuba equipment. And that gets kind of pricey too. So you can scuba dive even though you have a spinal cord injury. You can scuba dive even though you have a spinal cord injury, and that is like the most freeing experience. Wow! So I want to scuba dive, but I have um, when I was born, I had I was born blind and deaf, so my ear canals are kind of shallow, if you want to call it shallow. I can't even go in the bottom of the deepest end of a pool without my ears hurting. So I'm thinking. Uh- I'm missing out on something as far as scuba diving because I see so many wonderful pictures and I'm like, I want to do that. And I was told I could still do it. It's just have to do with something with the breathing technique. But but to me, that's not a disability anymore now when you talk about how people with spinal cord injuries and other we would classify as disabilities are still doing it too. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you chose rugby over that, huh? I did. Uh, it's, it's being an athlete, you know, and being able to compete is just really important to me so kind of like an ego thing then huh <laughs> no <laughs> no Not, just it's it's just fun moving um okay being on board and plays. so so do you have a website that uh you want to share so that anyone else that may want to inquire um can do so yeah it's uh joejacksonfoundation.org and what are the qualifications uh, I need to be a spinal cord injury, and you need to be under the age of 26. Okay. And are there grants? I mean, yes. Like- the, the three grants, one for adaptive equipment, uh, one for help with driving lessons and equipment, and one for um, help with finding adaptive scuba equipment. And how do you – do you get donors? Do you do events? How do you get your um, sponsorships? Yeah, uh, some people donate um, when they hear about it, and then we normally have an annual golf tournament, but not this year. So. Yeah. Some people, have, it seems like since we're here in Arizona, golf is like all year long, right? It is. And it's really cheap for people in the summer, so if you can bear the heat. <laughs> Are you saying that your event is in the summer? It's it's around like September when it's still kind of hot. Um, but we try to do it in the morning. To uh, help. Yeah, well, well, right now we're what in the coming to the end of November, and yesterday it was still eighty. So I'm like, okay, where where are we going to get these sweaters and jackets out? So right now would be prime time to go play golf, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a hot year. That it is. Um, so now rugby is it on hold or is the actual uh, ability three sixty open right now through COVID? So Ability360 is open, shut down for a bit, and they open back up. And they are allowing the athletes to sign up for court time, but it's only 
one athlete per court, which is good and bad. Um, I can't practice with another person. You know, it's nice to have someone to work out with to push each other, throw the ball around instead of me throwing the ball and chasing it down. (laughs) But so that's just what they're able to offer right now. And I will accept that. So. Yes, we are being all challenged on some sort of level, right, with uh, this this year. But there are creative ways being um, made every day, whether it's virtual, which I can't see you playing virtual rugby. <laughs> but <laughs> no, we do. But as far as like the national side of it, we're we haven't been together since February. That was our last. No, we haven't been together since March. That was our last training camp. And we were supposed to have one in December and that just got kiboshed and uh, like three days ago, um, just because the numbers are rising everywhere and we're just, we want to be safe and sorry. God forbid anything happens to anyone and they don't have the, the capacity or capacity is full at hospitals. So, right. Well, we're in the flu season. So, um, flu's, Flu, I think, has always got high numbers. I don't think it's ever just actually been um, documented as it is this year for what we're going through. So it does make it a little bit um, taxing on all of us when we're trying to live our lives the way that we were prior to the beginning of the year, right? Right. Yeah. What would you say to any of our listeners who may be going through an injury that they're not sure what to do from here forward, whatever age it is? Um. I know one thing that helped me was my friends were a huge support for me. Um, And then, you know, when I was with my friends, nothing else mattered because they treated me the same. Um, That really helped. And if you're an athlete, just because you get injured doesn't mean you got to stop being an athlete. And uh, and try to be positive about it. The more negative you are, the the more, like, nobody wants to be around that. So really try to be and just, you know, keep on going. And what would you say to people who maybe don't have a disability and they see someone that's either in a wheelchair or has a disability and they're not really sure what to say or do? Because we all know that there are some people that just kind of like walk the other way because they're really not sure what to say or what to do. Is there anything you can say or share to encourage someone that doesn't make them feel uncomfortable or you uncomfortable? Um, I don't know. I think I, for me, like I've gotten oblivious to people staring at me. Like My wife will be like, that person staring at you, God, it makes me so angry. I'm just like, who cares? You know, they just don't understand what they see and whatever. If you want to talk, say hi. Don't be afraid. I'll talk to you. We'll talk to you. You're not a monster, right? I'm not a monster. That's funny. Okay. So I do have one final question and that is what message would you like to leave our listeners based on your journey? Cause it did start out at a young age where you're still trying to figure out who you are. Now you're 31 and you've had some life experience. Um, I think like it's just, you guys stay positive and, and have fun. Remember that life's not over. Um, stuff happens to everybody every day and we all deal with it and we keep moving and then great things happen. They do. They do. Even through this time that we're going through it, it too shall pass. It's going to take a little more time than usual. Yep. And again, the uh, website to your foundation. It is joejacksonfoundation.org. And it, once again, what is the mission statement for Joe Jackson foundation? 
or Jackson Foundation, excuse me. You don't have one? That's okay. We do. I just, I don't remember. <laughs> Basically, what you're doing is you're helping others get through situations financially that would not um, keep them from still enjoying life. And the three categories that you already shared with driving, sports, and um, scuba diving, which I'm going to have to take up on that one. I really want to see what's down in that ocean. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just really trying to encourage people to continue living an active lifestyle. Absolutely. Independently at that. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you, Joe, for being my guest today. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And to my listeners, yet again, thank you for listening to another amazing story for a gentleman who he found purpose in his accident and he doesn't live life like he's got something different going on. He's still enjoying life, playing rugby and scuba diving and everything that everyone else has the ability to do. So enjoy life, like he said. Don't keep you down. If you have a story you want to share or know someone who has a story that you feel needs to be heard or you have an organization in your community that you want to be known, please email me to the address of stories at christinehotchkiss.com. Until next time, everyone, I wish you well and you take care. <laughs>